only at the end of scenes, and then it's like, oh, cut. Oh, wait, it's back, and it's perfect, and it's majestically flowing like a mane, like a man mane. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com and by the Phantom Podcast Network. I'm Jack, and sitting to my right is Jake. Brother, life's a bitch, and she's back in heat. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who looks like his head fell in the cheese dip back in 1957. It's Mark. I've heard <laughs> that about me, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Still not sure what that means. It means she's ugly. It means he's ugly. Well, in this case, you, he. <laughs> U-G-L-Y. I don't have an alibi. I'm That's ugly. true. Wow. Keep going. Boo. Keep moving. Move past it. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. Uh, and in so doing, we spoil the shit out of that movie. Uh, this week, we watched 1988's They Live! Exclamation point. Uh, we'll get into that soon, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, but first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score... Let's do beers for fears. Uh-huh. Mark, what are your beers for these fears? Uh, sure. Okay. So I went with an Idaho uh, beer in this one. Look, you know, he finds these sunglasses and he gets into a real sticky situation. So I'm drinking a big sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was maybe the worst one ever. I was trying to channel my inner Jack. <laughs> You've had some really shitty ones, and I didn't really feel like going out of my way to get a beer for this one, so I just went with Woodland Empire's Big Sticky, which is an Imperial Red Ale. Nope, just a red. Mm-hmm. Red IPA. Jesus. <laughs> Nailed it. Jake, let's uh, pull the nose up here. Yeah, what, my, what's your beer Mine for this is beer? better than Mark's. I'm almost Boo. sure of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a beer by Red Hook. It is uh, Live Free or Rye. I'll buy that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because Revolutionary. Don't tread such. on me. They were trending yeah. all over R- Rowdy Roddy. They were. And uh, my beer is not so much based on the movie as it is based on Rowdy Roddy himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some Iron Butt Red Ale. Uh, because, okay. Yeah, because Roddy Piper has a butt made of iron. You know, he's as just classic grade A beefcake right there. I <laughs> feel good about this podcast because no matter how shitty my beer choice is, it's always better than Jack's. <laughs> Mark, yours is absolutely not better than mine. Why? Uh, okay, we'll leave that to the listeners. Alternative joke for this segment was going to be, uh, I didn't get a beer that has a label on it. It just says marry and reproduce. So That's pretty good. Yeah. That would have been a good joke. I, they should have done that, probably. You, that would have been funnier than what you did. You should have. You, you decided to botch it is what you did. Yep. Well, True you got to botch it. All right, so we're back. The exploded beers have been dealt with, <laughs> I think. And before we get into talking about the meat of this movie, let's uh, let's hit up what's been rocking our collective horror worlds uh, since last we sat and chatted. So, Jake, what's been rocking your horror world, as it were? Yeah, I've only watched one movie, so it should be quick for me. And it's one you guys have both seen. Uh, I sat down and finally took the plunge on The Good Neighbor over on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Good work. Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was a very okay movie. I completely agree with everything that was said. Don't need to parrot it unless, well, maybe the listener hasn't 
heard any of those episodes or listened far enough into the episodes to find that hidden treasure Why buried at not? the ass end of it. This is a serialized podcast. It doesn't I make know. sense if you haven't heard last it's week's It's very episode. important. They didn't get two um, hours into each of our rambling podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Not to spoil it here, but a lot of horror-related elements kind of circling around a decidedly not horror movie. Um, don't really understand the resolution in terms of the legal implications whatsoever. Uh, and I did kind of feel like I knew what was coming very early on. Sure. But it was still a good movie, well-acted. James Conn's great, so yeah, it'd be one that I would recommend for sure. It was okay. Nice. It was okay, yeah. Like that. Mark, how about you? I got a couple, actually. Um... The first mm. one is one that you've already seen, Jack. I don't think you've seen this one yet, Jake. But I watched Ghostbusters, the new one. The uh, oh my god, why? Yeah, Ghostbusters I... colon answer the call is what they've changed the title. Whoa, to Whoa, did they really? Yeah, this oh, that's big my news. radar. Yeah, that's uh, a bad name. I didn't think it was nearly as bad as you let on, Jack. I mean, I don't think it's legit horror or anything, but it's like I had fun watching it. I thought it was fine. Oh, I didn't. I th- I found it infuriating, despite the charm of most of the actors. Yeah, and I mean, they, they carry it for And that's a part. hard thing to ruin, because those are very talented people, and I'll watch them do almost anything. I don't know. I thought I thought it was pretty good. I, I would recommend watching it with, like, your family or something. Like, it's a, it's just a nice family movie, just like the original Ghostbusters was. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't, it didn't bother me nearly as much as it bothered you. And the scene with the mannequin Ooh. is actually kind of creepy. <laughs> eh. That's, eh. okay. So we can move right past that one. Um, the other one uh, that I watched was the Funhouse Massacre. I've been going back nice. and trying to watch all of oh, the yeah. top ones that I have. Dude, I fucking nice. nailed that one on the head when I picked it as my top one. <laughs> I picked it over The Conjuring 2. Uh, that was a pretty loaded month. And, uh, in retrospect, I was absolutely 100% fucking right. Go watch the Funhouse Massacre. It's a little... It's better than The Conjuring 2? Yes, it's Barrel of Laughs. I don't even... Can you compare the two? Yeah. No, not really. So, Barrel of Laughs versus not... Yes, well done. You compared them. Yep, thanks. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, what I'm, what I'm saying is is it was an incredibly fun movie to watch. It does stay true to horror, unlike, you know, Ghostbusters. Like, it, it's gory and gruesome, but also there's a lot of stuff to kind of chew on there from a comedy standpoint. So uh, I would highly recommend going out and watching The Funhouse Massacre. Okay. I rented it. I, it's still not available for streaming anywhere. I don't think I rented it on um, Amazon Prime, so you still have to pay for it. But whatever, totally worth it. Got it. That's still streaming, though, right? You just have to pay for it. Well, yeah. I, when like, I ask, when I when I ask about you streaming, can't rent I physical usually, DVDs from Amazon, as far as I'm aware. You can. Well, fine, that's true. But when I say streaming, I usually mean like free on Netflix or Hulu or HBO Go or something, a subscription yeah. service. Sure. Mm. So. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, I got nothing. It was a, a long Christ. week for me. I had, had a lot going on at work. I uh, I got nothing. If you oh, have nothing, live. If... Uh, yeah. He just Should. has the existential horror of being himself, I guess. Yeah. If you have nothing, have you have to do better than Iron Butt IPA. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> no. Uh, I actually... just, you can't just sit here and swoon over the beefcakeness of Rowdy Roddy. Why can't I? I mean, I actually granted, did have. Granted. I actually did have. <laughs> I actually did have a third one that I f- forgot to mention. Uh, pretty small. Back one, to you, Mark. Please. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, if Jack's gonna cede his time, I'm just gonna take it over. Um, yeah. 
we talked about this. I'd, I'd like to keep talking about how Iron Butt is clever. No, and a good you're done. For this you're movie. done. Mute button. <laughs> Uh, we talked about this a, a few weeks ago on the podcast when I watched White Bear on Black Mirror. Well, I got to the one that Jack yeah. recommended, which was Playtest. Uh, yeah. Much more horror-y. Absolutely true. Jake. So, Jake specifically, you should watch this. I think it's... I, I really want to know what your opinion is on it. This episode? Um, this episode. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an anthology series. Uh, okay. So, you don't have to watch... Unlike our podcast, you can just pop in whenever you want. and <laughs> It's not serialized. It's not serialized. You can watch any episode as a standalone thing. This is basically a 57-minute long horror movie. Uh, I really, really liked it, actually. It was a nice little surprise on a Thursday evening. So why yeah, specifically it's... are you calling me out on that one? Reasons. Okay, I'll check it out. Great. <laughs> Since season three, vague. it's I think the second episode of season three. It's called Playtest. Do it. Fantastic, cryptic as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that whole series is great. But okay, absolutely. I'll yeah. I'll jump in at that point. Cool. Speaking of jumping in, should we just go ahead and jump into the feature presentation? We should definitely not stay where we are. So. Over at AtoZHorror.com this week, we watched 1988's They Live! Exclamation point. John Carpenter's They Live, Jack. John Carpenter's colon They Live! Exclamation point. Correct. Maybe. You got it. <laughs> um, so, uh, before we actually start talking about the thing, should we talk about what in the fuck subgenre of horror this thing fits into? Uh, I think that's a good way to start. Alright. That's fair. Uh, Mark, hit us with a subgenre of horror that this thing fits the fuck into. This one's actually pretty hard um <laughs> i'm gonna go with alien which is mm, kind yeah. of true i mean they are aliens i i actually hesitate to say this is an alien movie though when i think of an alien subgenre i think of like being trapped on a spaceship with an alien i think of dead space or uh you know event horizon that type of stuff oh see that's weird i do not go that direction i think of an alien movie as like flying saucers and invading earth aliens oh, okay mm-hmm. fair enough mm-hmm mm-hmm well, there's two different types, right? Yeah. They come to us or we go to them. So this is... A- <laughs> this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm here Jake, for. you're killing it. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll update, I'll update the subgenre list. Alien, they come to us. Yeah. That's a, that's a sub-subgenre. No, that needs to be... We go what to the fuck subgenre of subgenre of horror does this thing fit into? Yes. Yeah, okay. Jake, give us another subgenre of horror that this fits the fuck into. Science fiction. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, uh, normally, Mark, normally, Mark normally I hate that, but there is actually a decent amount of science fiction in this. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that was the layup, dude. So thank you. Yeah, probably that was the layup. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's another layup. Is there another layup? Oh yeah. High concept. Because uh, I was going to go with the bullshit category. I still don't think is a subgenre, but I can't think of another one. Mark, you added high concept to the list, and while I still don't think that's an actual subgenre, I'm going to call it out for this movie. Hmm. Uh, I actually don't hate that. This is a pretty high concept movie. It's based on a uh, on a book by Ray Bradbury or something like that. No, who? no, no, not Bradbury. I don't know who, but not Bradbury. Oh, cool, good work, Ray Nelson. Ray Nelson. Yeah. Um, and to to that credit, I I haven't really seen anything similar to this. I mean, I guess you could make like an Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something type argument, but. I, this is this well, it's is also sort of kind of like 1984, thing. right? A I mean, little bit. It draws bit. a lot from shit like 1984. A little yeah. bit, yeah, but 
this isn't like it's, this is you know the whole point is alien people, not just people people. Sure. So I think in the sense that this is a standalone movie slash book that isn't really parroted anywhere else. I, I, w- I would agree with you. This is a pretty high concept. Nice. Uh, you got another one, Mark? <laughs> is five minute long fight scene a subgenre? Can it be? <laughs> Should be. Straight up wrestling. No, I, I don't I don't have anything else. Really? Jake, what do you got? There's another layup you said. Yeah, uh, I mean, comedy, I would say. This is a comedy. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. everything Rowdy Roddy says is a one-liner. Fucking hilarious, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I think there's another one, too. Well, okay, we gotta, we gotta go around the horn, Jack. I know. I don't have one. Okay. Are you both just <laughs> going to sit here and pass? <laughs> Redacted. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll redact mine. This is religious. Okay, Jake, well, no. there's I, a church I think this also This also fits into... We, we might have to go to the sub-sub-genre of this one, too, in how we <laughs> oh, define God. cult, but this is one of the cultiest <laughs> of cult classics. Yeah, that's true. This is a cult classic. Yeah. Not that it has to do with cults. We no, don't have cult on the list, though. Do we? Yeah, we took it off because you're an idiot and you put it on there, Mark. Oh, well, I was trying to use it. Well, okay. Well, I already then... used the bullshit category Mark put on the list. I, I did that this round. Mark just continuously puts bullshit <laughs> yeah. categories on the list. It's hard to keep track. The bottom half of our list is just me being an idiot. <laughs> uh, so that's it, right? <laughs> that would be got it. Anything else? That no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Which means it's time for a 30-second plot synopsis of this thing. Yeah, and this is your movie, Jack. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> so, I don't like this game. So you know what that means. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. All right. Starts when you start. All right. Rowdy Roddy plays a drifter who comes into L.A., gets a job at a construction site. Then he ends up living at a shanty town. And uh, while there, he meets some very nice homeless people. God damn it. God damn it. Now I'm panicking. Um, eventually, he starts to figure out that the rich and powerful are aliens who are controlling you. He can see them through some technological sunglasses. He teams up with that guy from uh, The Thing. And uh, they uh, go on a quest to kill all these motherfucking aliens and save the human race from enslavement by these aliens who came to Earth to use up all our power. Time. Pretty good. Was that why they were here? Were they using our power? Yeah. Well, they were using the Earth. Like, they they just come here, use all the natural resources, make global warming, and fly away. Okay. This is their third planet. So it's a trend now. Yeah. (laughs) Not just a line. It's a plane. Three points make a plane. You know, I think I did pretty well on that, considering I spent, like, six seconds just panicking. Yeah. After I realized that I talked about how nice the people you always do it you always do it talk about nice people it's really weird well that was a group of nice people that the LAPD just fucking bulldozed yeah that seemed excessive sounds about right does it also so I picked this movie yeah right yeah I picked this movie based on Tucker and Dale versus evil yeah um mostly I picked it because I couldn't think of something else Alan Tudyk I think is best known for Firefly, which is a sci-fi show, and this is a sci-fi movie. Mostly, I just wanted to watch They Live again. I, I get, I get the feeling of of trying to shoehorn in um, a movie you want to watch into a category. But yeah, so you literally yeah. went from you you use an intermediate. You said Alan Tudyk goes to sci-fi. Yep. Sci-fi goes to yep. this movie. 
Yep. So I don't even get the four points you got last week for the same subgenre. I uh, I get one point on the one to ten connectivity scale. Yeah, Mark, I'm I'm pulling Mark, a jack here. I'm giving you a zero on a one to ten scale. Wow. <laughs> well, I still get at least a half a point for that connectivity. They're not. There wasn't no link. No. What okay, you do you... is you get at least a point because that's as low as the fucking scale goes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Debatable. Sometimes it dumps. So this is actually a different scale than our rating scale. This is a zero to ten scale. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I gave you a two. Anyway. I gave you a two. Hello. I'll take it. A point so you're for... pulling in a one when you average everything together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, had you guys seen this movie before? No. Jake, I think you had. I'd seen it once. It's been a while. Mark, what did you know about this movie? Um, the very, very Nothing. basic plot synopsis of Man Finds Sunglasses. Man finds out that half of everyone is an alien. That's Nice. It. I knew it was yeah. candy, yeah, he... too. I mean, it's a 1980s, like, stupid one-liner movie. So, it... I knew that, too. Yeah, Mark didn't. How but you didn't you? know that the bubblegum line came from this movie. I have always heard the bubblegum line from Duke Nukem. I think it's also in Duke Nukem. Yeah. It is in Duke Nukem, but I always thought it was yeah. from Duke Nukem, not from this. Got it. Yeah. So I always forget that it's I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, not the other way around. Because they switched it for Duke Nukem. Yeah. Yeah. It's better the other way. I don't know which way is the other way. Are you, this way, way is Duke better Nukem or Duke it. Nukem's way is better? No, Duke Nukem's way is better. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Also, Roddy Piper's delivery of that line is strange. He he like it's Roddy so Piper's good. delivery of every line <laughs> is strange. So no, it's true. brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> the fucking beefcake is too busy working on his body to ever figure out how to say words normally. Well, <laughs> dude, what do you expect, man? It's hard to talk when you're taking that many steroids. How do you think he yeah. says Panama? <laughs> yeah, what's our excuse? <laughs> I'm a beefcake. I don't know. I filmed the cheese dip in 1957, but other than that, I'm a beefcake. Oh, my God. What a weird reaction. Like, he just goes into the liquor store. <laughs> this move, just, this yeah, whole movie okay. is verbally accosting people. That's what the whole yeah, movie it's is. it's great. It, it it's goes awesome. from zero to 60 in terms of him just, like, deciding to be fucking outrageous. <laughs> and I love it. Then, I love and it. And then he's, he murders the shit out of those cops. Oh. And... There's people just walking by in the background, like multiple gunshots have gone off. That's L.A. in the 80s, though, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is before they implemented the broken windows policy. It's just, eh, let it happen. Let it play itself <laughs> out. We'll be good. My God. That'd be this movie fucking rocks. It does. It really okay. does. Yeah. Also, I think it's, uh, <laughs> don't want to get too political, but I think it's especially poignant given the current state of the government. That's what I was thinking <laughs> when I watched it as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking but about that a lot. But we're, we're not here for that talk. We're definitely not. I mean, we're just here to talk about Roddy Piper's Beef Castle. <laughs> beef Castle? <laughs> yeah. So not about... only is he a beefcake, but he's living in a beef castle. His Roddy house Piper's is also house made of beef. beef. <laughs> Are you talking yeah, about his dick right now, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Dick? Like a man dick? <laughs> <laughs> what stood out about the beginning parts of this movie? The score that persisted. Yeah, <laughs> that just goes on for the, the entire, entire fucking movie. I forgot all about it, and it drove me the fucking insane, man. It's the same. <laughs> 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 
Murder. <laughs> no matter what type of scene is happening, it's the same fucking like Carpenter sat down one night, got hammered, probably well, on moonshine, and went murder. And clearly just listened to Cities on Fire with Rock and Roll by Blue Oyster Cult, because that's just those notes, right? Jack, that's ed- that's the most generic blues notes you can no, conjure. Yeah, but it's like they're played very similarly to how they are in bl- the Blue Oyster Cult song. I'm not giving Blue Oyster Cult Yeah, I did not get the origination of anything. I guarantee Robert Johnson or any other blues guitarist would have done that before. Yeah. And now that I think about it, that song just has three notes that... <laughs> yep, nailed, nailed it. That's it. a great it's a funk song. song. Man. That's a really great song. It's a funk song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the first the first uh, bits of the movie are pretty slow, right? He, like, he's just a drifter, mm-hmm. drifting, doing his drifter thing. His character in the beginning of this movie is so different than it like instantly becomes. Because in the beginning, he's like, "You just gotta chill out, man. The world's pretty good. It'll all work out okay. Americans are good people." And then the next scene, he's like, "You're fucking ugly, and I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face." It's he was so asleep, good. dude. And then he was awoken. <laughs> oh my god! He once was blind, was but him. now he sees. Yeah, I forgot that Keith David Keith David was in this movie. Is Keith David the guy from The Thing? Yes, and other okay, things. Where the Thing would be the most notable. Probably, dude. He was lined up with some fucking classics in the eighties, man. Rowdy Roddy yeah. and Kurt Russell. I should have went the other direction. Kurt Russell and Rowdy Roddy. <laughs> well, so supposedly he got the role in this movie specifically because Carpenter liked him so much in The Thing. So those Makes two sense. are related. He's a good actor, dude. He's pretty good. Yeah, he, he does a pretty good awesome, job. Man. He was by far the best actor in this movie. I'll tell you that much right now. Well, yeah, Absolutely. given that but there's it seems there hard no to other believe actors. he could hold his own in a fight with Roddy Rowdy. Rowdy Roddy. Roddy Five? Rowdy. <laughs> Roddy Rowdy. Five goddamn minutes of fighting. I think it's longer than that, isn't it? It's five it's and a half minutes. <laughs> that scene is awesome. And what, it was supposed to originally be like 40 seconds, and they were like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just actually like wrestling. Oh, it's yeah. It's just the WWE. No, like, they, they did it on the reel. And he's not a wrestler. Did Was there a stand-in for Keith David? Like, that wasn't some bullshit. Like, they weren't no. hitting each other in the face, but that they, those were legit wrestling moves. Yeah. 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 That's it's just way wrestling. different than when the LAPD is pretending to hit the old blind priest. Oh, right? my God. Because that's some of the worst, that like, is... fake hitting I've ever seen. Yeah. That was, that was, I mean, that was also <laughs> professional wrestling. That was... Epic levels of that was much punching. worse than professional wrestling. Not dude, not hey, the hey. 80s. For the record, for the record, I'm fine with all of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was not easy to watch. At that I don't point. know when you have a movie with Rowdy Roddy in it, I kind of like stop caring <laughs> because yeah, I kind of expect it. I don't know. Rowdy Roddy gets thrown out a window, down like three stories through a plate glass window, and just lands on rocks, and then just like gets up and like. Ow. Dude, he fell probably a couple hundred feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's just 100% fine. People were you just tougher in the 80s, man. No, You know why, Mark? Because he's got an iron butt. Because he's got an iron butt. I feel like an iron butt would be the last thing you'd want in that situation, because not only would it increase your mass and thus your terminal velocity, but also it would transfer the force that you landed on into your spine better. You'd want, like, an aerogel butt. Well, it doesn't say he doesn't have an iron spine as well. He's all iron, Mark. You can bounce a quarter off any part of his body. His eyeball? Could you bounce a quarter off of his eyeball? I assume. Wow, that's impressive. So is he Colossus from the X-Men? 
Yeah, he's pretty much just Colossus. Okay. Huh? What that, was that? That sound? reference landed all. That was the. You remember that X Men video game, the four player one? Yes, of course I do. Simpsons game. That's the sound Colossus would make when you use his power. Oh. Huh? Wow, that's a deep pull. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why do you a good think? One. Why do you think I would have been able to just go to that? That's pretty well known, I think. What you about those, are like, imitating an eight bit sound from an arcade yeah. game from the nineteen nineties. When I hear you yes. do that, because I didn't play this game, when I hear you do that, I think of the sound that the monsters made, the big ones, when you're little Link in Ocarina of Time, you're trying to get back through the forest, and they, like, run at you with the spear. Oh, yeah, the lizard guys? And, no, 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 they're, like, tall and brown. Oh, the the ogres, yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. and then they run. And the fart of the forest temple. Yeah, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I just think of the mm-hmm. sound that you make basically every week when we interrupt you as you're starting a segment, you go, Mah! Yeah, because of Colossus. Oh, great. Okay. That's and I'm now learning because of Roddy Rowdy. Rowdy Roddy. I can, I'm having trouble with that today. <laughs> it's funny because his name in the movie is apparently Nada. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have a, name, a name. Which is why they called him Nada. Yeah, John which is Nada. great. Yeah. It's awesome to have a fucking movie, like a big, not a big budget movie, but a legitimate movie where nobody ever says the protagonist's name because he doesn't have one. It's pretty good. There's a few of them. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's a little weird. I mean, how do you not introduce yourself to people? But whatever. Because, like, you know, you just figure it out. The world's not so bad. Except that it is, because it's full <laughs> of aliens. If it's the early part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the tale of two movies. I like the first bit when everyone got along and was happy. The second bit, did not care for. <laughs> so, hold on. You're going to have to explain yourself, because the first bit when everyone got along and everyone's happy... <laughs> There's n- nothing's happens, dude. You just like the bit where he's eating beans at the shanty town. Yeah, and the soundtrack's yeah. going. Bah, dah, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Just life in a shanty just, town. Just tapping the hi hat. That was a pretty legit shanty town. Life it in was. a shanty town. They had cable TV. How the fuck did they have cable TV at this shanty town? Dude, their ingenuity is off the charts. If they can make fucking glasses that allow you to see these alien fucks, I'm assuming they can route power to their fucking TV. Is it? But not just power. And cable. Yeah, dude, they just had bunny ears. Was it cable? Oh, yeah. No, it said cable 54 was the channel they were watching. Well, Uh dude, people steal cable. I assume that's a cable channel. I don't think it's that hard to steal cable. I've never really tried, but back in the 80s when they didn't even really have, like, the digital boxes, you you just teed off of a coax, didn't you? I mean that thing costs like. It seems 80 hard to cents. do into a shanty town. I don't Dude, know, coax is like probably. the cheapest possible cable you can get. Yeah, and it's pretty strong too, so it's not going to get weathered. Yeah, maybe it's best for a shanty town to have cable. Yeah, okay. Turn them around. Plus, on that it would one. be it would be in the aliens' best interest to keep them asleep because that's how they're beaming, you know, messages. Yeah, they're probably right. That's what that. I was going to suggest. The collaborator guy, the mm-hmm. the Benedict Arnold there. Mm-hmm. He uh, he set it up. Was mm-hmm. he a betrayer? I thought he was a good guy. No. What? Which which the, guy are you talking did about? You the watch main the dude? second the the dude who was upset that the guy kept the guy sitting at the couch watching TV who kept getting upset that the resistance was like breaking into his feed. He's like, I just want to watch TV. Then who shows up at the banquet? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Because he the one who says we all gotta sell out or we all sell out, man. He might as well be on the winning side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you were talking about the uh, the other guy who was I don't know the uh, the other guy. I don't know his name. 
Oh, yeah, the other guy. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. That guy. <laughs> that, that other guy. Yeah, totally. The, uh, <laughs> with the hair. The guy who had hair. But the fact You're that the you liked that part of the movie the most is baffling, and I won't I won't go past it. I, frankly. I was. Yeah, it's odd. I so. was joking, you guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I only like the first half of horror movies, when people just get along and nothing's the matter. <laughs> I thought you were I being want... serious. That was a hard joke. That was a bad joke. It was a great joke. <laughs> I think you'll find I that just, it was a great joke. No, no, I listen, just want everyone to listener, sit around and shame you know, chit chat. <laughs> it's it's, nice. it's like social. watching the first half of the Titanic. No. <laughs> oh fuck. Hashtag marks a fuck. Hit us up on social. At a to z. <laughs> That's a solid hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Use that hashtag if you think my beer was best. It certainly was not. Well, marks our listeners fuck. are about to weigh in. <laughs> This is this is me being one. being very Twitter naive, but can you hashtag swear words? Uh, yeah, you can okay. hashtag whatever the fuck you want. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go back to the police just fucking bulldozing the shanty town. They burn it and bulldoze it. Yep. Yeah. Pretty great. What about it? It's awesome. Mm-hmm. You think that's awesome? Just you think gentrification <laughs> well, and consumerism is awesome, Jack? <laughs> well, obey. You think displacement of a native peoples is awesome? Native peoples? <laughs> the native shanties? Yeah. Exactly. Wow. I don't know. I, I always assume that's exactly what happened in the in the Boise shanty town, basically. Just roll in with fire hoses. Yeah, wasn't that far off what happened to Cooper Court. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Now he finds yeah. the sunglasses. Oh, the sunglasses. So awesome. What Classic it... 80s sunglasses. Yeah. So I, I like the I like the concept of it being in black and white when he has the sunglasses on, but I also don't really understand it. Carpenter has said a bunch of weird shit about that. Carpenter, like, he went off on a rant about how Ted Turner is like an alien evil being from another world because he colorized old classic movies. And he said that just always felt to him like trying to be mind-controlled by aliens. So, like... Things are actually black and white, but the aliens are trying to control us by adding color. Was one of his wow. like theories. Yeah, those are the ramblings of a madman. Yeah, wait, is John <laughs> Carpenter actually a lunatic? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah oh. kind of man. Did you not hear the baseline that he <laughs> continued throughout the entire movie? Exactly. Exactly. I just took the black and white part though as like a nod to classic science fiction, like 50s horror, like all of those aliens come to Earth movies in black and white. That was the the era for that. So I just yeah. kind of took it as a nod to that and kind of trying to harbor that same sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. <laughs> what did you guys think of how the aliens actually look? Love it. Love it. I think love they it. look terrible. I mean, it's it's. Fuck you. So I think like you look to, terrible. I'm willing to give it a little bit of a pass. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. They still they look, look good. To Jake's point, they look like aliens from like an old '50s movie. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? What would you have preferred? <laughs> I don't know. They, mm. dude. The <laughs> thing came out. The thing <laughs> came out four years prior to this movie, and it had significantly better aliens in it. Did you want them all to look like that? Yes. On that grand a scale. I would have liked this to be uh, the thing, too, essentially. They they needed Think to look it. like space invaders, dude. They did. They had the buggy yeah, eyes I, and the, the, the 
the the the, the skeleton teeth. Plus, yeah. that they're a little bit humanoid is awesome because it just means that Rowdy Roddy can go around berating them a mm-hmm. shitload. I like it the looks faces. Like, yeah, it looks like they fell on the cheese dip. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. actually the the skeleton teeth thing was like the main thing that bothered me because when they're talking, it they're looks just chattering. <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah. video games from the '90s where like they didn't figure out they couldn't figure out how to animate lips, so the mouth would just kind of like puppet up and down while text was happening. Yeah. Did you like yeah. Did you like Mars Attacks? It was, I did. Eh. I don't know. It did was you like the effects in Mars Attacks? Yeah. They're better than this. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <They're> di- <laughs> Jake's just drinking. Uh, I really need to go back like and watch Mars Attacks again. I haven't seen that movie in a decade and a half. <laughs> I also love that his that move his move immediately after killing the cops is to load up with all of their fucking weapons. I love it. And just walk into a bank and start blasting the fuck this away. This movie, this movie turns into the best way to describe Grand this Theft movie Auto? is a joyride. Yeah. He just decides to go on like one of those sprees you would go on in Grand Theft Auto to see how many stars you can accum- accumulate, right? Yeah, man. That's basically what he decides. So he's like, "Fuck it." And he grabs everything he can and goes for it, and I love it. Because it kind of seems like at first he's like coming to terms with realizing that they're all aliens, and mm-hmm. he's got to somehow figure out how to fight them and develop a plan and like get it. But then, nope, just fuck it. Yeah, rampage, rampage. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all out of bubble gum. Yeah, I mean that's probably why he went on a rampage. He specifically because said he was there gum? to chew bubble gum and kick ass. So kick had ass. he had bubble gum. You know, this whole thing yeah. could have been averted. <laughs> that that was the beginning part of the movie when he was all chill and the world, the Americans are pretty good because he had bubble gum. Yeah. And he ran out. <laughs> I, it's easy. Get agitated I, if you're out of bubble gum. I blame Was that construction frankly. scene at the very beginning just an excuse to get a shirtless Roddy Piper? Yeah, they, had to, they yeah. had to accentuate the muscle in some way. And I think they found that that was the best way to do it because he couldn't be running around downtown <laughs> L.A. without the shirt on normally. <laughs> at least that he wouldn't be doing something that was as visual, physically engaging so this worked all the the major muscle groups and a lot of the minor ones as well yeah it's not just the glamour sure muscles it's all the yeah. muscles supporting muscles too. yeah he doesn't skip leg day does not skip leg day you don't see that though because he has the jeans on <laughs> it's implied <laughs> I like that they also include the random scene where there, he interfaces with the human cop and just like takes his gun and makes him run away or whatever instead of shooting. Yeah, because yeah, cause that's how that's how you know he's a good guy. Still, you know, he hasn't lost sight of what's important. No, a good thirty-five percent of this movie is him screaming at people to put these glasses on. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> well, because a good thirty-five percent of this movie is that one fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, he tries to get the people in the in the liquor store to put up the glasses on. He tries to get the woman who shoves him out a window to put the glasses on, and he tries to get the guy from the thing to put the glasses on. So when Keith he David, first gets Jesus in, Jesus Christ! Yeah, when he first goes on the spree and go, like waltzes into the bank and just opens up, right? He goes yeah. on a spree of one-liners. Like that's the most centralized <laughs> location of the vast majority of the one-liners in this movie. It's very what, dense. What is your favorite one-liner that he had in this movie? Is it the bubblegum? 
It has to I be. I mean, it's the classic. Yeah. Me too, but I had forgotten about the one that I used at the intro of this episode, which is, like, the brother, <laughs> life's a bitch, and she's in heat. That one is really yeah. fucking good. <laughs> There's so many. And then, like, three seconds later, he's like, mama don't like tattletales. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many good ones. I'm trying to think of, like, what else he had that were really good. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of super cut on YouTube, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It's like the, in this movie. that's like pouring perfume on a pig to the lady who's like... <laughs> fixing her hair in the window yeah <laughs> so good i like oh, that he also fuck. fixates on how ugly they are like he doesn't attack them for any other reason than just they're unattractive <laughs> well he's an attractive yeah. man mark his hair in this movie i mean it's like 80s wrestler hair it's classic 80s wrestler hair if you could have hair like that would you no it's the greasiest shit I've ever seen. It's so gross. It's not I feel greasy. like I feel like you're morally obligated to have hair like that. Exactly. Exactly. That's one of those things. If you can have hair like that, flow, if you will. If you can have flow, sick flow, bro. You sick need to. Flow. When there's that sort of arugula potential, you need to embrace the arugula. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. I don't know. Jake's having a stroke again. That's some spicy salad. I don't know what you're talking about, other than you might be experiencing word salad. <laughs> Some you, you're having salad. nominal aphasia. Mm. <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll link it. There's a there's this thing. It's like a Minnesota high school hockey tournament best of hair thing. It's amazing. Listener, we'll uh-huh. link it. Okay. That gives us about a 20% chance of linking it based off of past performance. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not actually going to link it. You're going to have to go fucking find it. Fuck you. <laughs> Ugh. Eventually, he gets Keith Davids yes. to put on the glasses, and they team up. Yeah, they do, Jack. Yeah. After they have that, a battle a royale. Great team up. Yeah. Yeah. So much nut kicking. Oh, my God. <laughs> he shoves his knee into Roddy Piper's nuts 11 times. Yeah. It's, ugh. <laughs> really, really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Just tremendous stuff. Brutal. Oh my god. And how do they get into the like facility where they just start going killing everything? They, they accidentally teleport there. They right? one of the wrist watches that the uh perfig perfig perfume wearing pigs have opens it up <laughs> and they jump in. Yeah. Yeah, they they go to that um, secret underground uh resistance network place before it gets blown up and they get those wrist watches that also count as teleporters or whatever. Right. <laughs> Uh, that's also uh, importantly where they get a whole pile of assault rifles that are apparently able to be fired with only one hand from the hip oh yeah man that's the 80s that's how it worked that is how that worked i agree i haven't seen a movie where they just shot one-handed from the hip in a while so it was a little jarring but when's the last time you watched rambo (laughs) uh the new one like the new rambo that's called rambo i i've seen very recently first Rambo. it's been a while haven't seen first blood in a while that's a oh shame. Oh, God. At least once a month, Mark. At least. Well, no, that's that That window is filled with Tucker and Dale and Cabin in the Woods. Just watch those mm. constantly. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I'd that's rather fair enough, but Rambo. I still don't understand why you're using time to watch the new Rambo. It's good. I like it. Oh, Did you bring God, any guns? Is... Then you're not going to change anything. <laughs> they go upriver. You're now... Does not go well. Y- y- you're, you're quoting a TV show of a guy trying to quote, poorly quote Rambo. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Good. Uh-huh. I hate you. And I mm-hmm. hate you. 
<laughs> great. And then they meet uh, they meet the guy, right? The the evil Benedict Arnold. I wanted to say Benedict Cumberpatch there, but that's not right. Basically the same thing. <laughs> well, they're entirely yeah, different things, but sure. In a tuxedo. Yeah, there's this big hubbub going on, and that's where we Was that of... a party for the aliens or a party for, like, humans who are helping the aliens? Uh, both. Both. Yeah, both. So, okay. like, that's, they're like, their headquarters the space and their hub, if you will. And, the, yeah. like, the human sympathizers that they are, in turn, providing copious amounts of money to for helping them uh, right. are there. And it's just, like, uh, you know, nice little evening out <laughs> where people can teleport to other worlds. Yeah. So. Easy. In Easy. fairness, it might be worth it to ally with the aliens just for interstellar travel. Know what I mean? You sure. son I mean, of a bitch. Like, You're betraying look, America for that. We're doing exactly what the aliens are doing in terms of just using up Earth until it's a hollow shell, and then if we can get somewhere else, we will, and we'll do it to that planet, too. Live free yeah. or die. Live free or die. <laughs> I've played Mass Effect They're enough free. times that I know that, you know, eventually we'll just form some type of coalition of alien species that get attacked by Reapers. This, this episode Jake, really, that, might have the that, highest video game quotient of any we've done so far. <laughs> Jake, really, that uh, sellout is the only true free guy in the movie. Because he's free to make the choice to sell out to the aliens if he wants. Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy, Roddy is he's, free. He's a slave to his nah, will. No way, man. He doesn't get to make choices. There's so an outside chance that those sunglasses had like a chip in them to make him ultra violent. So I agree with yeah. Jack. Yeah. Because mm, he I does don't know. I just feel like flip he... on a goddamn dime. I feel like he <laughs> chose the one liners very carefully, and those are the choices of a free man. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what about the fair. end? What about it? They well, die. What do you like about it? Let's they talk die. about this chick. Okay. That that comes in. What what's Why? her deal, man? Is she a, is she a sleeper agent? Is she, she's, she's not like an a alien? Tri- she's like a triple agent. Yeah, who knows what's going on with her? Because he meets her in the garage and kidnaps her. Then she shoves him out a window. Then she shows up at the resistance mm-hmm. and apologizes. Then she's sort of an alien. I think. And then she kind of helps him. I think she's then just she a kills whore. Keith David. Yeah. Yeah. You think she's a what? I called her a whore. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, well. It's whatever. <laughs> Some good analysis. She kind of was. She killed people. She was mean. I don't like she it. She did shove Rowdy Rowdy out that window, but he had kidnapped her at gunpoint, so that seemed fair. And then she yeah. killed Keith David. Yeah. Which was a And then move. Rowdy Rowdy killed her, and her death is one of the worst deaths I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> the way it's in so which she bad. dies. Holly. Her name's Holly. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's great. I mean, so he shoots her with, like, a twenty-two or something he's hiding in his shirt sleeve, right? And yep. she just sort of the noisy cricket. falls over. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but she, tip, she tips over like a fucking Statue. log. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't go ragdoll. She goes the exact looks, opposite yeah, of ragdoll. Yeah, she looks like a weeble wobble, except without the wobble. She just weeble. <laughs> and, she, and she does fall down. Unlike a weeble wobble, which will not fall down. No, the weeble is the fall down. The wobbles come back up. Have you never That's done this? Weeble is the thing, Jake. No. Weebles wobble. No, yeah. they don't fall down. No, That's weebles wobble. Exactly right. No. And she does fall down. No. You chose the exact down, wrong thing. <laughs> weeble down, wobble up. <laughs> mm. And what? Then he shoots the helicopter and gives him the finger. That was so good. He's just like. Fuck it. He doesn't shoot the, the helicopter. Satellite. He shoots the he shoots the beacon. The helicopter shoots oh, yeah. him. Everything explodes, and he yeah. gives him a finger as he dies. It's great. Yeah, 
Yeah, which is exactly, uh, you know, exactly what I would do, frankly. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> then you get, like, a really weird sequence where, like, everyone is just able to see the aliens. Yeah, I gotta say, for yep. a species of alien that is capable of interstellar travel and has done this to multiple worlds... They only have one fucking transmitter. The, the single broadcaster, yeah, in Los yeah. Angeles on a rooftop. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a poor choice. You think you'd have something places. floating around outside the atmospheres? You'd think they'd at least put like a chain link fence around it or something. So, it, something, dude. <laughs> it's not a great plan. They didn't even have a lock on the door. <laughs> yeah, it's really Come not on. a good plan at all. Two guys that had already beaten themselves to shit, were able to fight past everyone else and get there. To be fair, one of those two guys is literally indestructible. Well, except he is destructible because the end of the movie he dies. So, he's destructed. He... Takes a helicopter, <laughs> in fairness. Is this is this a moment we should pour some out for Rowdy Roddy, though? We should probably pour some out for Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Demaniac. Pour some out. <laughs> mm. What a guy. That's all I got. What a guy. It's been too long since he's been gone. Um, since you've been gone. <laughs> there are boobies at the end, too. So, bonus point right at the end. That's true. This was a hard R, because this had him saying the fuck word. Had not that much blood. but it There had was basically no blood, because, nudity. again, Carpenter doesn't like blood in a lot of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. What? Really? Unless that movie's the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is There's <laughs> a very distinct well, difference there. Very little blood in Halloween. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot. I, again, I think that he's really going for something more like those 50s Alien Invaders movies, and those are absent of any sort of core. I think, I think you're The only blood right scene that I can that. really remember, like, Rowdy gets a couple scratches on his face, which mysteriously disappear. Like, every scene, <laughs> his clothes become, like, washed, and they're, like, tighter again. <laughs> Pressed. And yeah. yeah. And he loses the scars on his face, and his hair is, again, perfect. Yeah. The arugula is back in check. But still somehow greasy. It's not greasy, dude. It's greasy. No, it's perfect. It clumps together in a way that hair should not. Only at the end of scenes, and then it's like, oh, cut. Oh, wait, it's back, and it's perfect, and it's majestically flowing <laughs> like a mane. Like a man That feels mane. like the end of the review. Yeah, let's get to ratings. <laughs> We over at A to Z Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Dr. Horrible would rate the state of the world. The world is a mess, and I just need to rule it. And for 10, think of how George would rate how down he is. Oh, I am down. I am totally down. Lock me down. Story is the first category in which we rate these movies. Um, this was my movie, so I guess I'm going first. And I'm going to give it a 7 for story. What? It's... It, it's a good combination of, like, Orwellian dystopian future shit, but also aliens. And no, it's not a seven. I'm going I'm going down to a six. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I can't justify a seven. So it's a six. It's fine. It's pretty good. There's a lot of problems with it. It's absurd. Jake, how about you? Uh, I'm going to ten, guys. I don't even have a reaction to that, because that's not true. Jake? I'm going to 10, guys. I know it's not true. Let... I'm kidding. 
fuck, just take my joke and I want you to react. Uh, no, because I know that... Yeah, we, we know it's a joke. We know it's absurd. You wouldn't ever give this a 10. That's... that's you won't give anything above an 8. Yeah. I've just started <laughs> well, correcting all of your funny. scores based off the fact that the best thing you've ever given anything was a 9. That's funny, because <laughs> I actually am giving this an 8 for story. Um, I like the simplicity and attempted like lunacy of it i think that they found a pretty good balance between the two and for the vast majority of it, it's entertaining what i will dock at those points for is just the areas where it's kind of hard to follow the thread and really the involvement of what's her name holly is more or less irrelevant so that's kind of where the dock <laughs> comes from but I, I liked it i think they actually did a really good job with you know, like you were saying, Jackson Orwellian stuff. It is absurd, but they tried for that, and I think that they struck a good balance considering that. So eight. Fair enough. Mark, how about you? I also went with a six. Yeah. Uh, part of me is like, look, this is a really good. I mean, it's a high concept movie, as you said, Jack. And with those, you generally need a pretty unique and interesting story. In a vacuum, the story, the concept is is pretty good. I like it. And then you know, you realize that six percent of this movie is a fight scene. So. <laughs> Got a so nine. Yeah, and look, so John Carpenter wrote this movie, right? He wrote the screenplay based on the the short story, which is called Eight O'clock in the Morning or something like that by Ray Nelson. It is, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, he wrote it as Frank Armitage, though, which is a nice Lovecraftian nod. That is good. Yeah, yeah. So Ray Nelson nice. did or Carpenter did? No, Carpenter. He his pseudonym for the the screen screenwriting credit was was uh. Um, whatever Armitage. name I just said. Fuck. Ray Armitage. Bad. My brain is bad. Things are hard. Things are hard. World building and immersion is our next category. Uh, I'm going to give it a two for world building Whoa! and immersion. Whoa! There's what? nothing immersive about this movie. What? Yeah, you get super into the one-liners and all that shit's awesome. Yeah. But his character is wildly inconsistent. There's no need for the construction scene other than him taking his shirt off. Holly's character is wholly unnecessary. How dare you, It's just you, Jack. hard to get sucked into this movie. It's super low. How dare you? I'm offended by this. Yeah. Well, then Jake, tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, so you've been singing the praises of Rowdy Roddy's iron butt this whole time, and then you talk about the construction scene not being immersive for you? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, it would have been immersive if it was scene. all the... Cons- that's- it's not immersive because he puts the shirt back on. Okay, so... Yeah. <laughs> Granted. <laughs> you like that. Construction that. scene, immersive. It's the only scene where you can see Rowdy Roddy's traps. Fight scene, like 80% of the movie, uh, really good and immersive. One-liners fill up the rest of the time, also really good. Holly, yep, not very good. And what else am I docking it for? Oh, yeah, the continuity. Him falling out the window? The continuity airs just in terms of, like, how he gets miraculously, <laughs> like, cleaned up, kind of take you out a bit. But I'm still going to give it a six because, dude, rowdy rowdy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mark? I also gave it a two. Uh, so far, me, so far, me <laughs> you and You guys Jack are fucking stupid. Right get the fuck line. out of here. This movie is <laughs> not meant to be immersive. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it is. No, the whole the whole point of it being ludicrous is that it's supposed to take you out. Like that's how these nineteen eighties movies function is by being so ridiculously absurd that you're not immersed in the movie, but you're watching it because it's hilarious. I was very immersed. Wrong. <laughs> well, fine. You were All not. Right. Well, Scare Factor's up next, <laughs> and it also gets a two from me for Scare Factor. Um, okay. Look, apart from the general concept of like the 
those in power controlling everyone through the media, which I assume is happening anyway. This isn't a very scary movie. Nothing about it's supposed to be scary. So, two. Jake, go. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to give it a 1.5 to be a little different. Good. Well done. Thanks. Mark, you. I went all the way to the bottom. It's a one. I mean, whatever. It's not scary. Yeah. No. No. You could show this to like a five-year-old and they wouldn't be afraid. Right. Yeah. Uh, Effects or judicious lack thereof is up next, and it gets a four from me in this category. There's, they're doing a lot. I think the aliens look terrible, but purposefully so. But they still look terrible, so they're not getting points for that in in the world building or in the uh, in the effects category. The plate glass window that Rowdy Roddy falls out of is not a particularly good effect. Jake, as you said, Holly's death at the end of the movie is a pretty terrible. If whatever the fuck they well, did to make that an effect, falling down awkwardly. <laughs> that's just an incredibly yeah. bad like acting job. I don't know if it's her or if they coached her incorrectly, but yeah, I don't know why. There's no effects that involve that are involved in that scene. Yeah, and then I'm going to put the stunt fighting in this category because when the police are whooping up on, like, the resistance people and, like, the old priest, that is honestly, I think, the worst stage fighting I've seen in a, like, major movie in some time. Hmm. So, four. It's not terrible, terrible, but it's not good. It's below average. Jake? Um, I gave it a five. A lot of the same reasons as you. I, I will give it credit for, like, destruction of the shantytown. Like, that's for real. Um... And the fight scene, like, I'll have to lump that in here just because I can't find another place to give it credit other than immersion, of course. Look, that is a pretty good fight scene. They did spend three weeks preparing for that. Yeah. I mean, the aliens do look kind of janky, but purposefully jank, but you can't uh, give credit for purposeful jank. So uh, I'm also the only reason it's not higher, to be honest, by like probably at least a point is the but uh is the only fucking track so that bothered me uh that bothered me five all right mark go uh i gave it a three i don't really have much else to say you guys have already covered it it's it i guess i'm giving them a little bit of extra extra points for like trying shit and going going for putting that whole makeup on a bunch of different people and it's all practical effects but it just doesn't look good the fighting's bad. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. All right. Well, that leaves us with overall, right? Did I miss one? No. no we're on Jack, overall. You're doing overall. It. <laughs> I'm giving it a five overall. I want to rate it higher. Um, okay. This movie is more than the sum of its parts. Like, all we talk about all this shit, and yeah, none of that's good, but somehow it's still a really fun movie. Um, I, I can't in good conscience rate it higher than a five. Okay. Because uh, I just don't think it's per- like particularly good, but it's super fucking fun. Okay. Jake, how about you? Uh, I can't in good conscience rate it lower than a six and a half, which is what I'm giving it. I think this is the biggest tilt I've ever given. My numbers yeah. are telling me like slightly above a five, but I'm giving it a six and a half just because of how fun the movie is and how much I like it. How it just strikes me. So heavy, heavy tilt on that one. Jack, like you said, better than the sum of its parts. So <clears throat> synergy. Yeah, I'll buy that. Mark, go. Three and a half. Bullshit. Wow. Fuck you. What? Whoa. Uh, look, you always talk about let's get a bad movie and watch it to have fun. And that's exactly what this movie does. It's not that you won't have fun watching this movie, but it is an intentionally bad movie. 
So it's three and a half. I mean, I, I, I mean, no. I think outside of if you go into this expecting exactly what Six you get and, and knowing what's coming to you, then you're probably going to be in a good place. But the other ninety five percent of the population that stumbles on this thing and watches it. It's a pretty hard movie to just stumble into and watch without expecting the level of absurdity and bullshit that you actually end up getting out of this. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point, actually, because you being the first time viewer and me having seen it, I did know what I was sitting down to watch, right? So I like go in with a mindset that is prepared for the one-liners and for shooting from the hip and for... <laughs> so i, I well, feel you but that's and a it's the same thing like if you go you in die. if you go into like commando right that arnold schwarzenegger movie thanks mark it's an amazing experience <laughs> but it's still gonna get like a three and a half or a four because it's meant to be a shitty 80s movie objectively you know, that, perfect the commando scale. that daniel day lewis no. movie nominated for a bunch of oscars yeah exactly it was the prequel to there will be blood scale six and a half <clears throat> fuck you well Rated. We've reviewed it. Rated. Done. Reviewed. Yeah. Which means that I think, Mark, you gave it the lowest score. So you have to tell us why you wouldn't sit around with your buddies and drink beers and watch this movie. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually think that's probably the optimum like place to watch this movie. But realistically, yeah. I mean, if, the, if your buddies aren't into the campy one-liner stuff, uh, they're just going to be ragged on you the entire time for suggesting this thing. Yeah, that's like our thing last week of, like, if you hate fun, then you probably shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah. More or less, yeah. yeah. I actually, I mean, Leslie and I watch every movie together, essentially, and she couldn't get through this one. Like, she stood up Whoa. and left. <laughs> so. My, Whoa. My wife is not a fan of this movie either. I tried to get her to watch it a couple of years ago, and she is not a fond of it. Whoa. So there you go. If you're watching it with a bunch of your buddies, uh, you're going to scare every girl out of the room, apparently, is how that works. Which is crazy, because Roddy Piper is such a beefcake. That's what the ladies like, right? Yeah. Correct. All right. Your turn. I think that leaves Jake, you and me, to uh, say why you should drink some beers with your buddies and watch this fucking movie. I, well, I actually, it just leaves just me. Jake. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot how this works. We've had similar. We've had the same score. We've so had the same times. score a lot. Uh, We're recently. really good. At this. Yeah. I did give it the highest <laughs> score, and I think that you hit the nail on the head with one of your more recent statements, Jack, as you went through your diatribe of bullshit. Um, if yeah. you should watch this with your buddies and drink some beers, if you are male, <laughs> I think that certainly <laughs> helps. Just judging by our small sample size here, but if you like fun, this is a really good movie to just hang out to and fucking turn your brain off and like let the one-liners in lunacy waft over yeah. you. you just wash, not worry too much about how they're getting you. from one-liner to one-liner. Yeah, just, just jump in, man. It's like a warm bath. This movie is a warm <laughs> bath. While you're at it, you ought to just pull up every single one of Roddy Piper's pre-fight interviews from the WWF or WCW or whatever goddamn thing it was called at the time. <laughs> that dude knows how to give a wrestling interview, man. He's great. He is a class act, dude. <laughs> yes. Real gym rat. Should we get the fuck out of here? No. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> Why? Why shouldn't we, Jake? Fuck, I need more beer. All right, so we've reviewed They Live, and now we're out of movies to watch again. 
uh, for the website. So we need to do another draft. And we don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And because none of you motherfucker listeners have (laughs) sent in any way we should pick these. um, We're going to do another draft, but this one's going to be different. Last time we just did kind of free association in between the picks. What we're going to do this time is we're going to go in order. Um, One guy will pick the decade or genre, and then the other guy will pick the remaining one of those two, decade or genre. And then the guy who's picking... We'll have to pick a movie from that decade and that genre. Correct. So, yeah. I think that makes about as much sense as anything can for It's going to go poorly, but it all does. It's going to make sense after a practice round or two. (laughs) It's like when you first learn a card game. you got to play like a hand, and then you figure it out. Right. Yeah. Like all board games. You'll learn it as you go along. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so, I think we determined I'm going first. Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, which, Jake, I think you pick for me either decade or genre first, right? Uh, that is correct, Jack. Okay. And I am going to... I didn't have one in the hopper for you. I gotta think about this. Oh, good. I'm gonna pick decade. Okay. And I'm gonna pick 70s. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Which leaves Mark. You gotta pick the subgenre <clears throat> that I gotta pick from of 70s movies. I'll go with, hmm, let's go with. This good radio. This was, well, okay, so this was my first inclination. Uh, I'm going to go with sci-fi. Give us a 70s sci-fi movie. Hmm. That isn't Alien, because we already did that one. All right, I think I've got one uh, in the hopper here. I uh, don't know how sci-fi it is. I'm sure you're going to yell at me about that, because it's tenuous at best. But I'm going with the original Hills Have Eyes. Um, wow, that's definitely not sci-fi at all. <laughs> it's sci-fi. It's all the the radiation dangers of radiation and nuclear fallout. That's not how sci-fi works. That's well, just fine. You know, all that is you, is fi. <laughs> and some sci. There's no sci. There's no sci whatsoever. Mostly fi, a little sci. Is is hillbillies a subgenre? Uh, might be. Okay, maybe like a sub subgenre. That's like a subgenre of slasher, I think, is hillbillies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's aliens, colon, we go to them, and slasher, colon, hillbillies. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's just like the, it's just like so the billboard in, in Cabin in the Woods. Zombie redneck Look, torture family pick? and zombies, totally different species. Different things, yeah. I, I'm not super happy with my pick, but I am super happy to watch the original Hills Have Eyes, because it's been a long time since I've seen that one. All right. That means it's my turn. You guys hit me with it. What, do you, what, 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 what am I picking? Well, Mark, <laughs> you know what we're going to do? Okay. I want you to pick me a... You're the found footage guy, Mark. I want you to pick us a found footage movie to watch. Okay, wow. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. I don't think there was any found footage prior to 1986, so... I understand that, Mark. Okay. 1950s found footage, go. <laughs> uh, we're going to watch my old family movies? No, 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 no. no. You're going to go... You're going to go found footage is what Jack said, right? The decade mm-hmm. you're going to yep. choose from is the uh, 2010s. So oh, the, cur- yeah, the, the current, current decade. decade. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I, I have one, I think. We actually talked about this okay. on the last podcast we did. I hope you were listening. This was my Dark Horse pick from HRR. Let's watch Capture Kill Release. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, comes out March 7th, I think, so we should be good on timing. Wow. I like it. Bold. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's the one that says it's like prom, but for murder. Yeah, exactly. It's basically an episode of Dexter. <laughs> All right, that leaves uh, Jake. Now it's your pick. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going first now. Um, I want to pick the decade of the 90s. The decade of the 90s. Yeah. Jake, I want you to pick us a supernatural movie from the 90s. All right. Okay. That's broad. You're broad. You got You got a lot of leeway here. Don't fuck it up. All right, I have one. This is actually pretty easy. If we're going 90s and we're going to go supernatural, uh, I think there's one that towers above some of the others, and we still haven't reviewed it yet. Let's go ahead and knock the sixth sense out. Oh, nice. Okay. That's a pretty good call. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That was none of the ones I was looking at, so... Oh, wow. I like okay. it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. Which means we're back to me. Yes, we are. Jake, you pick first. Okay. Um, I think... So last time I did a decade for you, right, Jack? Yep. Very interesting. This time, I'm going to go with a, jo- a genre, a sub-genre. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go psychological. Psychological. Okay. Mark, okay. from what decade am I picking a psychological movie? Uh, the aughts. 2000 to 2010. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, so I think I've got my pick here. Um, yeah, you do. A psychological horror movie from the 2000s is what I'm going with, right? <clears throat> oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I have selected a 2007 movie mm-hmm. um, based on a Stephen King story. Is it Dead I'm, Silence? It's Dead Silence. No, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> I am selecting 1408. All right. The if, Sam if Cusack, memory serves, John Cusack, Sam Jackson. One. Sam, Sam Cusack. Yeah. If if memory serves, we all saw this together in the theater when it premiered, right? Seems likely. You were probably did on. We a go date. to the midnight release of this. I feel like we did. That doesn't sound likely. Okay. No. Never mind. I only went to the midnight release of superhero movies. And 300. And 300. It's kind of a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. All right. I'm pretty sure On we all to saw Mark. this together, but whatever. Yeah, hit me with it, guys. All right, Mark. So I'm picking for you. Last time I gave you the subgenre. So this time I'm going to give you another subgenre, you son of a bitch. I'm giving you Alien. What type of alien? Is it we come to them or they come to us? <laughs> not go I'm not diving that deep. Leaving it generic. Okay, here we go. Eighties. 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 Fuck you. Should have gone nineties. Um, no. You just want nineties for every fucking movie. Yeah. It was a good decade. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's like the worst that's like when what? Um, okay. So Creature feature from the 20 teens. We're going to watch one that I've seen. I don't believe either of you guys have taken the leap yet. I think it'll be good for conversation. We're going to watch Dark Was the Night. Oh, yeah. You've talked about this before. I'm struggling to even remember that one. That's what we're watching. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, What are we doing? One more round of these things? One more round of these. One more round. All right. Back on me. Jack. Yeah, buddy. I want you to pick a classic. Ooh. Interesting. And I want it to be from the current the current generation. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. From when? Well, am I that's what I, that's what I'm Mark. trying to pick. 
from whence did it come? Does that mean from when or from where? I don't know. I was just thinking about both. That. It's both. They work in tandem together like that. Okay. We're going to watch portmanteau. a classic from the decade of 1985 to 1995. <laughs> Fuck Mark, off. you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. Why not? Am I doing that? Yes. I reject your Julian calendar bias. <laughs> You're it's still using a Julian calendar. calendar. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I hate you. What goddamn calendar are you guys uh, using? Julian! Yeah. Aztec. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's regrettable. Alright, boys. I've got it. I know what we're watching. You want a classic between 1985 and 1995? Yes. You're getting Candyman, motherfuckers. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not even mad. No, I'm in. Alright, Mark. You really fucked it up by doing the decade in that stupid fucking way. Yeah, you really did. Are you going to fuck him right back? <laughs> no, Mark, you're going to pick a movie from the 2000s. Okay. Great. And that movie shall be... High Concept. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my own medicine! Ah, oh, shit. This is a deep pull, you guys. Uh... <laughs> I might be apologizing for this down the line. Oh God! Oh God! We're gonna we're gonna dip into the well of Americanized J horror, and we're gonna watch the movie. What? Mark. Yes. Mark. What are you about to do? <laughs> Bear in mind, Mark, you've picked Dead Silence before, so you you don't have a lot of wiggle room here. And your two picks that you've done so far for this are Capture, Kill, Release, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this might be the worst of all of them. It might be the best. Oh. We're, we're going to watch the 2008 movie, One Missed Call. I don't think I've ever heard you of have. that movie. Have I Jack, really? Jack, you receive a phone call in which you hear yourself die. Oh, fuck, it's that <laughs> one. Mark... I hate you. <laughs> well, don't stop fucking stop fucking breaking my stride with all these shitty <laughs> shit things, you guys. Wait, are we watching? Oh, nice. Mark, are we watching the Japanese one or the American? Two thousand eight, the American one. Okay. Oh my I don't know God. what years they came out. Two thousand four was the Japanese one. Oh okay. Uh, God. God damn it, Mark! <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. We could go another direction if you guys don't want to watch that. I'm already regretting my decision. I'm fine watching it. No, I'm fine okay. watching it. No, you've dug your grave. Good. I like my grave. It's comfortable in here. <sighs> Whose turn is it now, Jake? Are you the last one? I'm the last one. Okay. I don't know what I want to pick. Um... I actually know exactly what I want to pick, because I always want to pick this. Oh, 90s. good. 90s. <laughs> Jake. I fucking. Guess what you're going to do, Jake. What? What am I going to do? You're going to pick us a religious movie from the 90s. 
Are you shitting me? <laughs> I'm not shitting you. This game sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good way to do things. Next time we need a better way to do this. Oh, God. Okay, I've got one. Do you? I fucking hate both of you for doing this. Time. I just picked a decade, man. We're gonna watch I didn't one pick that's... this shit. Well, I hate both of you, though, because you continue well, to pick Well, I just want 90s. to watch all the movies from the 90s. They you suck. suck. <laughs> well, we're going to watch one that hopefully doesn't suck. Yeah, I think it's, like, tenuously horror, but horror. Um, it is religious, though. Uh, we're going to watch Seven. Good. Nice. At least Morgan Freeman's in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, that's a quality Kevin film Kevin right Spacey, there. Brad Pitt. This is the so. best cast we've ever had on this website. <laughs> Sure. Which means, guys, that our upcoming movie list includes The Hills Have Eyes, Capture Kill Release, The Sixth Sense, 1408, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Dark Was the Night, Candyman, One Missed Call, and Seven. <laughs> what a list. That's pretty good. What a list it's been. I'm calling it right now. One Missed and Call is going to be the gem it. in that list. Let's it's get not. the fuck out of here. It's Let's not. get the fuck out of here. This has been, what, episode 28 of the A to Z Horrorcast? Damn. Crazy. If you've stuck with us this long, God bless. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Check out everything we have going on. Head over to a to z horror.com. Important to note that's a hyphen z horror.com as opposed to two because we're really good at things. And on that note, if you want to hang out with us on Twitter, we are at a2, spelled with the letters that form two, <laughs> two, z horror. Uh, hang out with us on the Horamino app as well. Uh, that's a cool place to hang out, and we constantly have stuff going on over there. Let us know what you thought of the movie uh, down in the comments below. Ask questions. We're definitely here for you on that front. And you guys, if you're new to this whole thing, go ahead, give us a follow. we got movies coming out every single week for you, and clicking on that like, like button is definitely going to help us out. All the music you've been hearing has been coming at you from space. That's space without the A. And while you're at it, checking out everything else that the Phantom Podcast Network has going on and uh, downrightcreepy.com. There's a lot of good shit over there. And next week, we're going to jump right into it. AZ Horcast is reviewing 1970s movie The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. So until next time. That's pretty close. 1970s movie. You fucking son of a bitch. Until then, get (laughs) your buddies, grab some beers, and watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. Carnal as fuck over there, man.